Okay, for my for my next story, I would like to travel back to Belgium. Because ah, <laughs> the Belgians. <and laughs> if you, if you remember, they're, they're full of good stories there. They are. they got their uh, pigeon racing. They've got their Belgium fries. Now it seems that they have, the Belgians, don't ask me how, but they have managed to create an international border crisis. Ah, I think I read about this one, with, actually. Yeah, with, with France, by the way, which yes. is a, supposed to, supposedly a good neighbor, but not so good anymore. Yes. So it seems that now they have this international border dispute. France claims that it has shrunk by two meters in, uh-huh. in, in the recent past. <laughs> two meters on the Belgian border. Yes. And uh, the, the Belgians are kind of a little bit shy about kind of how that happened. How could that happen that they, they stole two meters from France? But it, uh, it kind of seems that it comes from a Belgian farmer. Mm. And he, what, what was he doing exactly? Well, he has taken, upon, taken it upon himself to expand his own country by two meters because he took a international border. It was this big stone mm. which had been there for 200 years. And what he did is he, got, he came out with his tractor or whatnot and lifted it up and just put it back about two meters. Mm. <laughs> As you would. And claimed it was his and then kind of promptly expanded his farm. Mm. So the you can you can understand that the French were quite uh, in, quite irate at in, this, indignant about this, yeah, quite indignant. And I actually have a quote from one of their one of their uh, people. He says, um, "There's there's citizens." Let's say, he said, "If it belongs to us, it belongs to us. We don't want to be robbed of two meters." No. So that's you know I'm trying to do my best French accent. Of course, I'm not very good at that. But and it sounded more Walloon, maybe. Okay, but, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, and this this was in the French village of I, it's hard to pronounce these things, but Boisigny-sur-Roc. Hmm. I'll let you pronounce that one. Okay, that's probably completely incorrect, but I don't speak French. Anyway, he told RTL info this info this this little message here. The Belgian mayor of Erkelins, which is on the, the other side of the border, mm. his name is David Laval. He was a little bit more diplomatic. And he said, the land was sold, and the person who bought it changed the borders the way he wanted. But this isn't a private border. It's a, it's a border between countries. And you cannot just move international boundary markers. No, absolutely so, not. So it sounds to me like the Belgians will concede and they will recognize the French, the French claims. People probably died fighting over that boundary. You know? <laughs> there he is just casually tossing the rock out of yes. the way. So what, what do you have for us, Chief? Well, I have exciting news from the Shire, actually. Wales? Uh, close to Wales. Oh, okay. It is Gloucestershire, actually. Okay. What, have the, the trees awakened or something, or what? I don't know. Well, there's a shortage. What would you guess there's a shortage of? Given all the problems we have in the world at the moment with the pandemic, what do you think they're worried about in the Shire in terms of a, an, a shortage? Uh, cheese? I don't know. Um, there is a shortage of garden gnomes. Garden gnomes. Oh, my God. And this is very serious. <laughs> It's serious that the people put them in their, in, their, in their damn gardens. Oh, come on, it's terrible. Well, what happens is all <laughs> garden equipment and furniture has seen a big increase in demand because of the pandemic, because people can't okay. go out, so they want to spend time in their gardens, and um, gnomes have become a particularly popular item. But wh- and you, you can't get them. But, okay, what's the attraction of a garden gnome? That's I don't get it. 
I, I don't get it either, actually. It's, I, I think it's aesthetic. It makes you, it's a little little guy to sit in your garden and give you company. Well, but plant but, a flower or something. <laughs> anyway, there's a quote here from a local guy, um, Ian Byrne. He's an assistant manager of Highfield Garden World. And he says, we haven't seen a gnome in six months. My goodness. And apparently the problem exists across the whole of Europe. There is a shortage of garden furniture. In general, my goodness. In general. The world is coming to an end. What, what is going on in this world? So the Shire is under threat. My goodness. A threat of a lack of gnomes. Wow, that's, that's some serious news there. And that covers all, all, all types of gnome, actually. There's no plastic, there's no concrete, there's no stone, no gnomes. There's not a gnome to be seen anywhere. But it has to be kind of... I mean, it can't be such a complicated thing to make. You'd think there'd be some entrepreneur that would go out there and, I don't know, chisel together a couple gnomes, <laughs> throw some paint on them, and... Yes. Uh, you'd have thought there'd be an opportunity for somebody, a gnome entrepreneur somewhere, wouldn't you? Right, a gnome. <laughs> <laughs> we got known gnomes, and we got unknown gnomes. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, that's that was the Shire news. A little little snippet there. I liked it. Nice.